If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. I'm Steve Smith Sr. And I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut to it, cut to it, let's get down to it, cut to it. We ask the questions you always want to know, but no one ever asks. Let's cut to it. You ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. Cause you know it's on. It's on. Cause yeah. you know it's on. That's my pet peeve, man. Why you gotta learn how to spell when you get kids? <laughs> <laughs> Something happened, you know. I, you know, I've been camping, using the summer, and I went home back to uh, back to LA, um, and just kind of snuck in, yeah. snuck out, see, if, saw a few people, and we really didn't have a lot of time, but. It reminds me of some of the funny stories I have as growing up as a kid. And so I have this story that every time I chew gum, it reminds me of my pop. Okay. How so? So my pop, you know, we, we didn't have a lot of means, so we wrote the public transportation. At the time, it used to be called the RTD. Mm-hmm. And then uh, M, uh, the Metro or MTA, whatever it is. So I don't know what it is anymore because um, brother got a JLB, so I got a car, right? <laughs> and... So we used to be on the bus a lot, and my dad used to always, so, you know, chewing gum when you, you know, big league chew, oh. right? And then if you get baseball cards, you got that chalked, uh-huh. uh, got that white powder <laughs> residue all over you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The white powder in, like, in that, that book of sugar, I was right? going to say, what not kind of white other, powder? Not that. Not what you think of your inappropriate scumbag. <laughs> I'm talking about just, like, the old, like, garbage pail kids. Yeah, I remember. And so they had that. 
Remember that the, remember, cheap gum? Yeah, or it makes me think of remember the uh the, the, the almost like that Kool-Aid candy where oh, it had yeah, the white yeah. thing yeah. and the dipper and the Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You like the dipper, huh? Oh <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's you got me back. No. Got you back. So when I was a kid, I used to chew gum. And you know, when you're chewing gum as a kid, blowing a big bubble. Yeah. And for some reason I would struggle on blowing the bubble. Mm-hmm. But I would able to blow the bubble small enough, and then it will have a small bubble. And so you have that, like you make it pop. Mm-hmm. And that used to chalk my dad up. Pops one here for it. Man, my dad used to chalk me up, and he'd be like, oh, okay, you're over there chewing that gum like a female. <laughs> or he used to be, and I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Oh, Okay. And so that was his pet peeve. Yeah. So to this day, I will chew gum, and at least at some point in chewing gum, pop your gum. I pop my gum, <laughs> and I just start giggling. He ain't here. He ain't. He, he alive. Got, he got he, mind control over you. <laughs> like, you sure your gum when Debo ain't around? Is that it? I'm gonna keep chewing, right. but he ain't gonna say nothing about this. Right, and so it literally used to be funny until this day, bro. I'm 42 years old, so and I still pop the gum, but I giggle every time, and I'll snap, and I'll be like, "Oh, you mm-hmm. smile, you smile, and pop your gum. Oh, you, you, you poetic justice." <laughs> it's just because it used to irk him, yeah. and he used to say some of the most derogatory <laughs> terms to him, popping that gum like a female again. I see. And bro, it is so funny because yeah. he used to get so annoyed. Yeah. And there's like little things that I do now as adults where even Angie, she'd be like, babe, close the door. Mm-hmm. And I remember my grandpa, love my grandpa. Close that damn door, Stevon. Yeah. We don't live in no barn. And literally, <laughs> I leave the door open. It ain't no barn, but it's my house. <laughs> <laughs> just because you can. Yeah. But it's just so funny now as an adult. Some of the little nuances, some of the little things that used to, just used to happen, it was funny. One of the other things, this is super inappropriate, but I'll say it anyway, is um, growing up back home, Jehovah Witness come to the door. <laughs> Boy, and we used to have it where they come to the door. We had that iron screen door yeah. that was spray painted, so you couldn't see if somebody was there. And so they come to the door, and I tell my grandma, I tell my dad, Hey, somebody at the door for you. Yeah. Be Jehovah Witness. And my grandma, damn it, you know I didn't want to answer the door. <laughs> the setup. Hey, the setup or cousins. Yeah. It's just little stuff like that, man. That I, I got an opportunity to go back home, that back down memory lane, but it was cool. I, I this time going back home, it, it, it hit some wounds, hit some triggers. Mm-hmm. But also here's some 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 good stuff. You got to think about the good memories. Man, it was so funny, man. But one of the things I do miss, though, um, is uh, I remember on Sundays, man, they had a tamale lady. Man, on Sundays, right before football, because being on the West Coast, I love by 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, man, you got four or five football games on. Mm. And hitting on tamales, man, they hitting that bell. Tamales, tamales. Man, I get Three tamales for a dollar twenty-five. Oh man! Man, and they be freshly made. Get them on the plate. I take them off. I'm so hood. 
and put it in the microwave with some ketchup. Oh, man, you and just ruined the whole experience. You put the ketchup on it? That's how I eat my tamales. Uh-huh. I still eat my tamales like that. Oh, ketchup mouth. So that was just, uh, that was one of those things, man. walk through memory lane. Yep. So it's right good. now, when I, after we finish this podcast, when I pop, get in the car, pop some gum, I'm about to get some gum and pop it and smile. It ain't nothing you can do, Pop. <laughs> I'm popping this gum. Like a female. <laughs> so, but here's the blesser. Ain't on the bus no more, man. Yeah. So, who we got? Cool. Coming to the Cut To It podcast, we've got DJ Moore, a native of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He attended University of Maryland to play football, and now he is a wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers with over 3,000 career receiving yards. DJ Moore on the Cut To It podcast. Man, we appreciate you coming by and hanging out with the Cut To It crew, man. Hey, man, I appreciate being here, man. It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks for coming on the podcast. All right, well, our first segment, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? This ain't a dating game. Like, it ain't. You're talking low. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Oh, it's oh, that's quiet, crazy. quiet storm DJ, yeah. right? Uh, you already know I am, man. Oh, you know thanks. I'm low back. Right. Laid back. Yeah, low what, back. Hey, what you do? Uh, <laughs> I'm in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting. When you said something, I was like, I'm going to get him back. Oh, don't you worry I'm, about I'm it. I'm in the background. Right. Coming up in quiet storm. Yeah, quiet storm. <laughs> We're going to be groovy this today. Ain't, this ain't right. Sunday night. Right. <laughs> Cooling with R&B. DJ Moore. Right. Come in, quiet storm on Sunday nights, ladies. Just let you know, <laughs> if your man ain't came in, he will. DJ Moore got you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. It's all love. It's all love. Get, buckle up, because we're going to do a whole lot of this. But our first segment, actually, is called Get Iced Up. So for a cool cat like you, this ought to be real easy. Smitty, go ahead and give him the first one. Move so he don't cheat. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> if you could play any position for one game, so, you know, 70, 80 plays. What position would that be? Quarterback. Why? Because I can control the whole offense. Sometimes the quarterback is the main leader on the team, so you need to go out there and make the plays for yourself sometimes. All right. So you are you going to hang out? you going to throw any passes to your receivers the way you've been throwing a few passes? <laughs> yeah, what's your, what's your key <laughs> style? Yeah. You a pocket passer? You – you yeah. on the run? I'm on the run with it. Oh, oh man. man. So we already if, know it ain't, if it ain't there, I'm out. I'm, 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 I'm taking off. Oh, one, one read, one read run. One read and run. I'm uh, out of here. No, oh. Oh. Nah, I don't get started. If I see it, I'm going one, two. All if right. it's not there, I'm out. You already supposed to be Mr. Versatility, so I, I guess I guess that'd be your MO. Yeah. Yeah, he threw a pass. Have you thrown a pass yet? Yeah, I threw one this past what? year against the I, Lions. What happened? How was it? Whack. It went to the dirt. It was a it was a duck. <laughs> he went to what? It was a duck. Oh. You said it was a duck. Yeah. Yeah. You, just, you won't be throwing anymore, huh? Shoot. I'm back healthy now. Yeah? Oh. Oh, okay. That, so you had an arm? Yeah, thing? I had a sore shoulder that week, so I was good. Oh. I'm just warming up my arm. Okay. I got you. <laughs> All right. So what is the state flower of your hometown, Pennsylvania? The state flower? <laughs> Come on, man. You Mr. Yeah. Philly. Yeah, I'm from Philly. I ain't from the state of Pennsylvania. I don't never claim the state of Pennsylvania. I'm from Philly. We're gonna rewind. We're gonna rewind that, and we're not editing that out. Let's do that back. Let's. You. He said he's from the city of Philadelphia. Is in the state of PA. PA. Oh. 
but when you think of PA, you think of Philly. Don't nobody say PA. Mm, I disagree. There's several people that would say PA. <laughs> no, so now that you've distracted on that, <laughs> do you know the state flower? No, I don't know the state okay, flower. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> state flower is a mountain laurel. What is a mountain laurel? Yeah, we, ain't, we ain't got all that on it's the a flower, <laughs> It's a flower. Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I ain't never of seen your that. home state of PA. Yeah, I ain't never see that. Yeah. Well, give a bouquet, we had, give a bouquet full of mountain laurels. That boy, you talking about, what's these ugly flowers? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we, we had someone else on from PA, and so we went down that road. And so I asked him, and so it was a, it was a, since we have you, I thought I, he didn't know. And I'm pretty sure we thought you didn't know either. Yeah. So definitely don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So last one. Give us one meal or dish mm-hmm. that you would say you are good at making that does not include a microwave. That does not include a microwave. Yeah. So a dish or or meal. I'm gonna go with steak. Uh, mashed potatoes and mixed vegetables, all on the stove or on the grill. How you cook your steak? Paul. Medium well. How, how are you cooking the mashed potatoes on the grill? No, <laughs> he says the stove. He says stove, stove on the grill. Stove. You hit the grill. I was like, when you said grill, I was like, mashed potatoes on the grill. Yeah, I put the steaks on the grill. Okay. Cook everything else on the stove top. All right. Okay. I'm impressed. Chef Boyard DJ. Hell yeah, I'm out here. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Where are you from in a place you call your hometown? I'm from Uptown uh, in Philly. Uh, it's really East 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 Philly, but everybody call it Uptown. Mm-hmm. So that's where I grew up. Uh, wasn't the best place to grow up, but it was. I made it yeah. do what it do. So everybody knew me. I used to walk around there just by myself with my friends. Uh Everybody, I was the one that made it out. Everybody pushed me to make it out. Even my friends, they all knew that I was gonna make it out. So it was only right when I made it to the league. I helped them out, like with a closing line. They wanted to start a closing line, so I funded that, and they they've been doing that ever since and making it big. How far? So how far are you from downtown Philly? Downtown, like the center city. I'm like 15, 20 minutes. North or south? Uh, north. Okay, going towards uh, Jersey, then, huh? Mm. It would be going towards Jersey. Sweet. I have got my geographics messed up. Okay. So I'm going hold, south. Hold on, I'm going hold, on, south. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So Philly's here. Yeah. So okay, Philly's here. Philly. Now, when you go up, up that's north. North. That's north. Towards yeah. New York and Jersey. Yeah, but where I'm from, you, you got to go across. Okay. Then so that might be west, west or east. Right, so One it might be two. west, northwest. I don't know. I ain't been <laughs> home. I ain't been. You got a bitty bitty chance. I ain't been home. I ain't you got been a bitty bitty chance. Shoot, I ain't been home. So when I think of dirt, yeah, oh, you gotta. You, yeah. So you ain't gotta use a GPS when you're home, though, right? Nah, okay, that's that's, so that's that's the, the whole. Only, that's the whole. That's, thing. A, that's so the only go, rule. It's like, north. If, so I would say it's north. Gotcha. So we going. As long as you don't have to use a GPS when you get home, that's all that matters. There's a test now. You about to fail it. I got a. I got a chance. You know the stadium, Bank of America Stadium. Yeah. If you're going that way, away from 
The lake. Which way are you going? Which lake? Lake Norman. That was good. That was a good answer. That's a great question. <laughs> that Lake Norman <laughs> North. Lake Wiley is south. Because I live on the south go. side. There you good go. <laughs> Let me tell you a trick. South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would have made it simpler. But I felt like I had to answer it more in detail to make sure I got it right. No, you ain't got you got to impress us. <laughs> so growing up in Philly, like who who did you look up to? Yeah. Who did I look up to? Whether it's known or unknown. Yeah. Like, who do you look Any up sport to? too. I say AI was one. Mm. Then we had people before me, like they was in high school when I was growing up, but they played in Little League too. So it'd be Jalen Strong, like Rob Holloman. There's people that played mm-hmm. on my Little League teams that was older than me, but I looked up to them and I always wanted to be better than them. Uh, both Jalen of, Strong is receiver too. Yeah, they yeah. both made it. They both made it uh, to the league. Jalen just recently got out the league. Uh, Tito. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just because of injuries and stuff. Yeah. 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 And then. Rob made a practice squad, but he didn't fully make it. So mm-hmm. just looking at them, I was like, man, that's motivation. Just keep going and just make this something that I always wanted to do. So yeah. I'm just going to keep going with it. <laughs> that's, that's, what's your daughter's name? Ariel. That's cool. Yeah. You got the real boss in, in there. That's who we need to talk to. She's yeah. going to give us all She'll the dirt. she give you all the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> So when you look back growing up and stuff, how would you how would you summarize the way you the way you were raised um, in Philly? Just because a lot of people, you know, there is a stigma mm-hmm. you know, amongst athletes, um, you know, growing up in the inner city that, um, you know, just just being honest, they always you know they look at us and they say that we're thugs or we're this or we that, but to some degree. The the hardness of us, um, you know, it does play a role in how we how we made it. Mm-hmm. And so, how how would you summarize the way you grew up, um, and and how that helped you get to where you are today? Uh, I would say I grew up not the not the worst, but a step above, like okay. Because I was just talking to my friend about like we have like he used to stay at my house like we had a. My room wasn't wasn't that big, but we had a three bedroom apartment. It was couches in the other room. He bought a couch in there, and he just slept in there. Like yeah. one time, we have no lights, no water. Yeah, he stayed there. I was like, for what? When you got hot water and lights at your house? But he was just like, man, I just want to be around you. It's like you got a good spirit, no matter what. So, I mean, I was like not a trouble kid, but I found my way out of trouble a lot of times. So, but I was raised. Real good. Uh, mm-hmm. Under my mom, she was my backbone to everything. Why? How was? Why and how was she your backbone? Uh, no matter what, uh, whether it was little league, like she used to spend a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars that we didn't have, but she used to get up five o'clock in the morning, come back at two, make me dinner for practice before practice, go to practice, bring me back home, do mm-hmm. everything that that she wanted to. Like, she never pushed me to do anything. I just always wanted to play sports, like whether it was football, basketball, track, anything. She just always funded it, even though we didn't have a, a lot of funding in our pockets. How'd you first find football? Shoot, I was I was playing football illegally at four. You said illegally? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
we ain't turning my birth certificate. Yeah. That's how oh, I get like I was out there just running around just uh-huh. making people that was six, seven look crazy. But I was four years old until somebody had told that we didn't have a birth certificate for me. You're not tall, but how tall were you at four? <laughs> at four? <laughs> You can, you can. I mean, and literally, you can always be under. It's the ones who's over that's that really be getting called. But the way he said, I'm kind of yeah. like, like four. I was about yeah. like, yeah. yeah. You can get away with it at that point. They ain't really gonna, like you said, unless someone tell on you. Yeah. They're not really gonna find out. Now, if you were, you, you know, know kid of a, a, a lineman size, then yeah, you ain't you ain't gonna be allowed to play. So the reason they told on you is probably you. It's probably out there doing Merking them, them kids, yeah, was, right? <laughs> Yeah, I go. I think about that all the time. I was like, "Dang, I shouldn't have been playing that for." Cause I'm yay high. Mm-hmm. Like my my brain not fully developed, but I'm just out there just having fun. Playing tackle or flag? Nah, I played tackle all my life. Oh, I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, cause people no, nah, the flag just started. Like I don't, yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like flag. Yeah, it's pretty much a newer thing. Like I mean, especially I'll, down here. In I'll the be South. 42. I, I was playing flag, so I don't know when how how I'll much say. newer. It, I mean, I'm not from uh, Clay. I'm not from Philly, but yeah, down here in the South, like there wasn't no flag leagues. Like you either playing in pads or you ain't playing football. Wow. Yeah, that was up in Philly. Like we used to play, like we was used to playing on concrete. Like we find a basketball court after the game and go play on concrete. No, we ain't playing yeah, on concrete. Ain't. We might play in the street. Like you play pick up yeah, a bus on, but like a organized league. No, no, it was like a, a group of people playing on the court. Yeah, we used to play throw up. That's what it was called. Yeah, somebody get hit. Yeah, like people used to get scraped up hitting uh-huh. the, the basketball hoop. Well, I, I got a question though. If you're gonna play throw up touch or throw up tackle on the on the pavement, yeah. When you when you avoided some grass, you got to make it do what it do. You make it do. I understand, but so. I don't know about no concrete. Yeah. I've seen people get flipped. I've seen people. Oh, I know. Oh, that. Yeah. That's crazy. You use flip. I, the F, but I don't know about the flip part <laughs> on concrete. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we play we play touch and flag like on the street and stuff, but you, you wasn't t- tackle. Only thing you had sideline pop. Oh. Like if you was on the sideline. Yep. Because you got that little patch of grass mm-hmm. or some you, people you had You getting dirt. hit then? Oh, you yep. pop, sideline pop. Yep. No, we we fall to the ground on the concrete. Yeah, no matter what it is, I can't do it. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not built that way. So you wasn't built for that? Nah. <laughs> well, you little, you don't think about it. You're just having fun. Yeah. We have to take a break, and more than anything, we gotta pay some bills. Mm-hmm. You got checks. I love Cut To It, and I I love it even more when you download us and subscribe. And you can follow us on social media too, Smitty. Where where at? That's at Cut To It on Instagram. What about Twitter? At Cut To It. Facebook? Cut To It featuring Steve Smith Sr. What about online? And you can follow us at CutToItPodcast.com where you can buy merch and you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. I got all my answers questions. Um, I got all my questions answered. That's what I'm here for, brother. Cut to it podcast.com. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, 
keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, you drafted um, in 2018. That's crazy. Right. And you getting old, you know that? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no, I feel, no. Every time I think about it, I was drafted at twenty. Like this, how I keep up with the years. I'm in the league. I'm 24. I just turned 24, so I'm four years in. Like this, is my fourth year. I'm like, damn, I, that shit went fast. You yeah. see? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we got the youngest team. I just saw that this morning. Yeah, and I'm still like top six, young on youngest on the team. Yeah, by the numbers. Whoa, whoa. By the by the numbers right now. So I, youngest team. And yet, I'm I'm one of I'm one, of the, one of the youngest. Yeah. Who was skewing the numbers up? Because I, I saw that come out by the numbers. Uh, average age is like twenty four point three for mm-hmm. the Carolina Panthers. So like someone had to be skewing the numbers. <laughs> for all of a sudden, they just told us we got only four people that's over thirty on, on the team. Four? Yeah. Everybody that's else wild. like Christian. Is twenty five. Shaq twenty six. Like we got a young. Y'all only team. got a few people that can actually rent a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, get a big truck. Get the big yeah, truck. So yeah. we all ride in there. Yeah. Man, goodness That's crazy. Christ. Obviously, when you were drafted, I was working. Um, what was that? Was it Dallas? No, that was uh, was that Nashville? 
No, it was no, Dallas. Dallas. It was Dallas. It was Dallas. Dallas. So when you got drafted, we were in Dallas doing the doing NFL Network and. You know, you obviously got compared to me very quickly, and I, you know, and I said what I said. Uh, how, how did you feel, really, when you heard all of the comparisons and and uh, you know what I said, and just coming here in Carolina? Uh, when I first like the comparison, I was like, man, that's spot on. Like, cause I was watching you in college, so uh -huh. I was like, all right, let's do this and incorporate this and all this throughout mm -hmm. college. And then when they came out through uh through the NFL network, yeah. like the comparison joint, I was like, dang, y'all spot on. But at the time, I, I didn't think I was gonna be first round how I was because Why? they I actually got to go back to school grade. So mm -hmm. like coming wow. out, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had none. We're not in control. They'll go, hey, what you want your grade to be? Back to school. Yeah, back to school. Like, wow. We sent it in. They, they sent back, go back to school. I was like, no, nah, I'm still out. Like After that Penn State game, I was like, no, nah, I'm leaving regardless. So after that, but like a week leading up, like two days leading up, I just seen that I was the number one receiver. I was like, all right, let's go then. So yeah. uh that was like that was a blessing. And then you came out and said yeah. what you said. That, that just put the icing on the cake for me. So I was like, man, I got like when you said, I was like, damn, I got a lot to live up to. But then I thought about it, like I could use that as more motivation to be yeah. better than what you was yeah. as a Carolina Panther. And that's I was just I was gonna ask that what what expectations not from not externally, but what did that do inside of you? Like internally, what did that what did that put? That's on a good you? question, G. Internally. Like, I never fixated my mind on just be like, yeah, he said this, he said this, this. Live off that hype. I was like, he said this, now I just got to go out there and prove it and prove it more that I can be as good or even better than he was. You hesitated when you said it a little bit because we sitting across from each other. Yeah, it's because you're right here. Like, I don't, <laughs> it was kind of like, like, it was, like, uh, it was, like I'm, I'm that's not, like a I, mental thing. I like, feel like this. I'm not as, I'm not as bad as uh, they make it seem. Oh, trust me. I, 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 trust me, I know. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't too worried like about you. It's like when I first like you. This is your first time actually hearing me say it. So like it's always been in my mind. Like I had written it down. Like when I first got here, it was like, and I was the only person that ever knew it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it just like when you saying that, I can sense you're like, well, because you kind of stopped and hesitate. Like, uh, well, I want to. I mean, I. You never want to sell yourself short, right? No, to never. say. To say, well, I want to, well, because he's right there, I don't want to say, I, you know, I'm hesitant to say I want to be better than him. Like, yeah. <clears throat> you know, even when people say, um, you know, who you, you model your game after and mm -hmm. all that stuff, even when I talk to people, they always say, you know, who, who do you think is the next you? It's like, I, I personally don't like having someone say, oh, I want to be as good as them because I heard someone – I heard someone say they wanted to be their own pace to be as good as Randy Moss. I was on a radio show. And I'm like, and they're talking about Tariq Hill. And I'm like. Hill's I'm, on pace? To yeah. And I'm like. To be like who? Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, why is. Like no reaction. Like Wait, why is why? Yeah, they yeah. they shouldn't even be compared. Though. They're not even. That's I think that's that, where you was going yeah, to. They're, like, not even the even they're not even close. They're not even the same receiver like, at all. Like it's not even close 
in respect to Hill or Randy yeah. because they they it's, both play different games. They're in the different systems. systems. Yeah. Just like so much of it is uncomparable. Mm-hmm. Like they had at one point, they had OBJ on pace to be as good as Jerry Rice. I'm like, different eras, different everything. Everything. But that's how they take the narrative because, well, he's on pace for this, so he's going to keep this pace up till he's 20, you know, for 20, for the next 20 years, which, yeah. you know, yeah. he's, he's sustained injuries. Uh, he was, had great, you know, games where he had, what, 200 yards against Tampa in, in, in the first half, mm-hmm. right? It all varies. Yeah. What did you see about DJ, considering what you just said, what did you see about DJ just as a player, not in terms of as him a, replacing you? As a you, college you, player or pro player? Well, he hadn't played in the pros yet, so what did you see in him as a, as a college player? Uh, college player, you know, obviously being down there in Maryland, uh, heard a lot about you. And seeing the only thing that I only thing that I was concerned about, and I'm still concerned about all the receivers that come out, is that when you get numbered, the way and how you get big numbers in college, it's extremely hard to continue that. Mm-hmm. Like my whole thing was even out, you know, even the people at the organization I've talked to, I was always asking, I said, how are you guys? How is he going to adapt to? He was averaging, damn, 12, 12 or between 12 to 17 targets a game. Mm-hmm. At school. Bro, that's, that's gravy. Yeah. Like, to be able to get going, and you probably know, mm-hmm. that ain't even coming close. Yeah, that's not. That's, like, you, you, like for that to totally happen, difference. that's like every blue moon. Like To get that many targets now? To get that many targets. You, you got to really be gotta on get, a hot streak. Yeah. yeah like you you got to get, you got your, your first pass. You got to get dirty on your first pass because you don't know when you're going to get it again. Space mm. based on the defense. Am I, I mistaken by no. that? Yeah, I was like, how, how has that transition then been? Shoot. The truth, the, the truth, the truth is, he's like, it's great. The lie is, no, the truth is, uh, it's been rough. The lie is, oh, it's great, it's great. Yeah. He disappointed if you come from yeah. twelve to seventeen <laughs> to now. He go from steak, potatoes every game. Yeah. That brother on. Gotta get some takeout. Yeah, you gotta get some takeout. What's <laughs> yeah. been the toughest transition for you coming from a from college, mm-hmm. college lifestyle, uh, college demand, college uh, style, and then the work, then the volume and the workload. Versus now. Versus now. College, everything was like mandatory. Like, you got a mandatory workout, lift, run, do this with the team, do that with the team. Now it's like you got all the free time in the world to do what you want to do, but it's on you to either work out, get with the quarterbacks to throw during the offseason, work out on your own on the offseason, get your own rehab during the offseason. Like, it's it's two different lifestyles. And then on top of that, you got to learn the playbook. Like, that all came so fast to me when I got drafted because I was just like – it got thrown into the fire, but people was telling me that it was going to be hard for a hard transition, but I just was like, nah, I think it's going to be the same. So when I got here, it was like a smack in the face. So, so I was taking it, like, I didn't, I wouldn't say I had a, like, I wasn't, I'm never big-headed, but like, when I was here, I was like, damn, this playbook hard as shit. Like, I got to really dial in. 
that's what really put me on the back burner uh, the first seven games, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So, but once I got it down and start, like, people started getting hurt. And, like, once I never looked back after that. So, when did things start to slow down? Was it a – do you remember that fork in the road or uh, – the fork in the road was when I was on special teams. I was running down on kickoff. I was like, bro, I'm not about to keep doing this, man. <laughs> like, and I'm down there tackling people. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing this no more. So, like, I was, I was like, that really had me mad. It was a picture from Atlanta game. I had scored that touchdown. Then they put me on the bench. So, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, bro, I know I'm better than half these people on this team. Like, I just got to get my mindset right with this playbook. Because at the time I was playing X, F, and Z, and I had to be in the backfield too at times. So I was like, Psh. all right, let's hold narrow on, this on, down. Let's really, really, really rewind this. What offense were you in? When Scott was uh Yeah. No, Norv was first, and I, then I had Scott. I know. It's same people. Basically. Last, last name, Turner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So it was a number system, though. Not all the time. Okay. They had both. They had words. Yeah. yeah. I noticed, I still the, know the words. The numbers. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the numbers part. It was just like the, the responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And like like being on your depth and then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Norv is. That's, a, uh, if he ain't like how you did this on that practice, you just not get in the game. So yeah. I was like, all right. So it, was, it, so it was a tough transition. Why? Why? Because college, everything was like. Spoon-fed, yeah. Spoon fed too. Yeah. No. Now Spoon we get now we get now we get dirty. Oh, yeah. here we go. <laughs> like college was spoon fed. The league is like you better go eat yeah. yourself. Yeah. So like that was the whole big How was that transition for you? Like r- real talk. Though. Real like, talk that yeah. was hard. Why? Hey, before you answer. So let me write, let me let me get this right. So Philly. Mm-hmm. Grind. Right. Your mom is your backbone. Mm-hmm. You get drafted. Mm-hmm. Put up the numbers. What did you expect this was going to be? What, coming out of college? Like I said. Just in, was, I guess more in totality, more, right? Yeah, in totality. Like, right now? Just, over, uh, just overall. Like I, Here's why I'm asking. I'm going to stop beating around the bush. I know a lot of stuff that I don't reveal on TV. Mm-hmm. Everybody in that organization, whether they want to admit or not, they have to talk to me. <laughs> okay. Whether they want to or not. Because if they don't, then I go on TV and I pants you. Mm-hmm. Or I go on TV and I keep the little secrets to ourselves with a lot of organizations. Okay. So reason I'm asking is I know where, you know, everybody that I, I have multiple teams, they always ask me, Great guys. They say, hey, this is a guy, what what do you like about him, what you don't like about him? So I get the skinny on a lot of people, mm-hmm. the ins and outs. So what I'm trying to ask is, how was your transition with your work ethic from college to pro after your rookie year, heading into your second year? Shoot. Really, I had to turn it up a whole nother notch. Like, it went from... Because you, you have a laid-back did like personality that comes across as I don't care. as you care or no I would take away you you care just I, lazy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn 
It be your, it be your own, don't it? It be your own. You be your own. It be your own. Shoot. I mean, yeah. If that, I'm being honest, if you being honest, that's yeah. why. I, to be honest, that's why I quit fooling with you. But I'm not lazy though. That's the thing. Okay. No, I, you see who no, I was going yeah, to. It ain't, but it does come. It across, come off though. as that, like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really. I don't talk a lot. I don't really like when I you work. Do talk? Do though. you think it's a? Myth? Yeah, I talk. Yeah. I, if you if oh, you talk, talk if you talk saying, to me, you, I you, talk. You, so you, he ain't a mute. He talks. So how do you deal with that misconception? How do I do it? I don't. I don't care what you think about me. Mm-hmm. How you view me? Like I'm gonna I mean, go out there and pee. It does when. But the organization, but the organ, but I we speak talking to about them. we talking about pl- we just players? talking about playing, playing, yeah. not players, oh. yeah, yeah, just playing oh, because playing if you if you if to your boys, mm-hmm. your quietness comes across as lazy. To an organization, your quietness at times come across yeah. lazy, and they paying you, and they they hold the keys to the checkbook. Yeah. And now you sitting around playing special teams, and you going, man, this shit for the birds. Yo, that's what, that's what, that's what, that, honestly, that's the main reason. Like, I wasn't trying to hit on it, but that's the main reason why I really wasn't playing. Because yeah. they thought I wasn't running fast enough, I wasn't practicing hard enough, yeah. all that. But then I was like. But the thought of was, you, not, they thought you weren't. Yeah. And I see. I love this conversation because yeah. now it's about to get real interesting in a good way. What is your version of hard work? You being a rookie, because I'm always amazed at the young guys. Their version of hard work doesn't really seem to equal up to the other people who counts version of hard work. Yeah, to them, like yeah, for me, them. no, not you, them. them let's go them, them first. Let's go them. <laughs> And we'll let them be nameless, faceless yeah. individuals. This is not. This that's, is not that's per- always them. This is not pertaining to any organization, yeah. but this yeah. is pertaining to your business, mm-hmm. right? Because you're in. The, you know this conversation. You're yeah. an independent contractor that can only work in selected cities. Mm-hmm. Like you live close to. You live close to South Carolina, but I ain't got no team. Right. At least no team that pay. Good money. <laughs> so I would say they want you to work until your wheels is gone, like day in and day out. But as a player, you know, you got to take care of your body first to have longevity in the league. Yeah. So when I first came in, I was like haul ass in like every, almost every route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can't do that. You can't you can't yeah. run full speed every route. So when I was your, like, your, your I got ACLs the, won't allow you to. So when I got the speed down pack, like, and I was like leaving people, and then it was looking effortless. I started getting on the oh, here comes his laid back vibes. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm still going out here putting in work. Yeah, to like, and pra- even in practice, I was embarrassing people. It was crazy. Just to just to see the different mindsets of I'm like like I had a sit down with uh, somebody somebody and it was like yeah you gotta practice hard I'm like if you look at my miles per hour I'm still running past people so let me ask you this individual and we're not gonna say names but I I, I know what you're talking about now you understand that 
they bumped up against greatness and Hall of Famers for a very long time. Yes. Okay. I know. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. No, I, trust me. No, the reason why is because it's a funny conversation because you're a, giggling because there are some young guys, they'd be like, you ain't never worked, never, you ain't never worked, uh, seen anybody work yeah, hard as me. Hard. And they forget. I will never say that. No, I'm not saying you. I'm no, not, I know. Yeah, I know, but, but I, like, I, like them there's saying a guy, that is bad. There's guys that are like, oh, man, you know, like you saying, you didn't really watch me I I until you were in college, right? But prior to you in college, I played, you know, like 12 and a half years prior to, you You know, you getting mm -hmm. to college. And then, they, you know, the individuals that you're talking to or young guys that you're talking to that I've heard, they'll, they'll be, they'll say things as if, when hard work was invented, that God made them the mm. example of hard work. Mm -hmm. wow. And I guess all the other people prior to them. It's a, it's a whole new definition now. Yeah. You, you strolled up in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why I said it that way because I've met some dudes as the combine. That would say they work harder than anybody. Yeah, and I'm but going – and then I'm looking at them and they can't even – they can't do any drills at the combine because they hurt. Yeah, as if it's just the thing to say. Yeah. It's the right thing to say. Yeah. But it's not the right thing to say. It, yeah. you know, it's, it's not, but people, you know how it is. Like People think they have to say what's right in order to no, be perceived one way. And that, going back to the conversation, yeah. when I had that sit down, I got bored to y'all practice tape. I was like, this is a whole different era. Like, he was fighting at practice. I'm not about <laughs> to fight nobody at practice. Like, hey, <laughs> You it wasn't a fight on that tape, was it? No. See? <laughs> <laughs> not on that tape. No, not on that tape. Like, it was like, yeah, you, you got to be a dog. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm still a dog, but like, it's a... It looks it's in different. your own way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about that time. Just uh, take a little breather. Good do it. Good do it. Let's get down to it. Hey, Gerard, where did you get that T-shirt? You mean this thing? Oh, yes. I got it from CutToItPodcast.com, where we have exclusive merchandise. Shout out to our guys at 704 Shop. But yeah, you can go on, buy you a T-shirt, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Who is DJ Moore now going into your fourth season? Shoot. Like, I'm happy with the fifth year. Uh, Why? Like, grateful. Like, that show is like, in some way, they, they want me here long term. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm grateful for that. But that... With that, I still want the long term deal, so I'm mm-hmm. like extra motivated to even play out the fifth year option and mm-hmm. show them that I'm worth more than that. What you working on on the field and off the field? Right now, I'm working on routes still. Like I'm still new to like route running. Like because in Maryland, we uh we really didn't have like a whole route tree. So everything we do now with Norv is like different. It's back to like you know, college Nor- style. You know, Norv is not the. Yeah. I know. I'm saying, okay, I'm but back saying. then, oh, okay. like I'm when I first came sure. in, I was able. We could run. We ran a route tree. Yeah. Now it's a different route tree. Like yeah. you got mm. exotic route, uh, exotic style route tree. Yeah. So learning them routes, uh, it's still still different because it's based off of steps and if your quarterback is on timing with you. Mm. So I'm learning get that down with uh, Sam now. Steps. steps instead of yards, yeah. and like you gotta run it a certain way. So like, all right, so you gotta. So let's do ten yard out. Ten mm-hmm. yard out. How many steps? Six. All right. How many steps was it when you were doing ten yard out? What you mean? Like it was I always heard the ten yard out. Like I know. Steps. So how do you? You, how you, you ain't you ain't think about steps off top. Exactly. Yeah, You're that's what I think about. <laughs> when you start thinking about the steps, you get your feet start to get. Yeah. A little so you choppy. know what you gotta do, even though see I. It, we had Tyke, Tyke Tolbert. He's a receivers coach for the Giants. Uh-huh. He used to be with the Broncos. He was here. He's great. He's a probably top three, top three or four wide receivers coaches I've had. Mm-hmm. He was steps. I hate steps because I, I, I catch my silly ass count. Yeah, that's One, what you two, naturally going to do that. Three. <laughs> Well, so the, at the ground. Yeah. So the best way I used to do it <laughs> to get up over it, and he gave me the leeway is um I look at the spot. And then you step I, to that spot. I step to that spot. That's what I do. Like that's what I learned to do as time went on. Yeah. I was like, all right, I know I gotta break. No, right you gotta there. break. Yeah. yeah. And then you do that. But what I used to do before practice, so they would know that I'm working on it. Is I will walk through the steps for the muscle memory. <laughs> okay, yeah. But then the game time comes, man. I ain't nobody give a damn about them steps. <laughs> about to hit this ten yard out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go right back that's to how I was doing it before. Go right back to it. What? Look, if you pressed up, ah, give you that. Go about eight. Cadillac turn, bang. Throw it yeah. on time. Yeah, I ain't counting. You can't. You gotta let that. Yeah, you can't count again. You gonna all, get all lit of, up. Yeah. <laughs> All them Googles. One, two, three, four, five. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or they hold on to you because yeah, they can yeah, hear you count. Can, yeah. <laughs> That's bad. Because I used to have guys, they'd be like, man, Steve, you count. I can hear you count. I'd be, huh, you, hey. I ain't doing that. So I just walked through it. It, helped, it just helped me. Mm-hmm. I just walked through my routes before practice, go out there early. And then in the game, I actually, before the game, I used to walk through every route. Just muscle memory, and then be after, and then by the time I go, when we come back in with stuff, I would literally go through my play chart, and I'll just walk my routes, and I just s- simulate 
So if I got a, a scene, I do, you know, I do my double head nod, bang, practice the ball, all that stuff simulated. And then when I was playing in the game, that'd be the second or third time that I've done that. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten all the screw-ups out of the way. So it was always, uh, you know, for me it's like deja vu. Yeah, I do the same thing. Like we go, I run, I do routes on air in my head and on the field. But when I come back in, look at the play sheet, like I write out everybody routes on certain plays, like write them out to the exact T and then I go out there. It's not the first time I'm hearing the play or yeah. seeing what the route is or anything. So I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, man. How excited were you uh, for for Curtis to to, to get the opportunity mm -hmm. uh, for a new contract in Washington, but also you know lose a guy that you got drafted with? Man, I was excited because uh, you know Kurt uh, Kurt can be uh, that playmaker that any team need. Like as you seen with the years that we was together, it was. Uh, Something special to, when he got the ball in his hand, he like never got a negative play. So that was that was big uh, for him. And he got the new contract in Washington. We kind of knew he was going to go to Washington because yeah. of, because of the ties. So when yeah. he did that, it was like, all right, now you just gotta go ball because uh, we're not going to be together. Like everybody always looked at us as DJ and Kurt, but now he's just going to be on his own. So mm -hmm. I'm expecting him to do big things. Hmm. What's one thing you got to work on your game? Heading in, you know, obviously you got a new quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, you know, hopefully Christian's healthy. Um, you know, you, you, just everything new. You know, you're getting older. Not older in a negative way, but older in a, uh, yeah, you know, more know. advanced, yeah. being able to see the game at a more mature level. Because, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, when you first came out, you were, you know, you just – the transition was different. Yeah, now, uh, like – Throughout the years, I've been coming more vocal with the team. Like you, a, yeah. What? Yeah, like he speaks. Yo, leadership style got change. Crazy. Leadership yeah, leadership. Gotta change. Yeah, it's crazy. People actually come to me and be like, "Yo, what should I do this? How you feel Ovid. about that?" What? Bro, for real. Over at twenty four. Yeah. I, like, I was like, "Dang." But yeah. he got that. Well, I'm only twenty four. So right. Oh, like, really? Like I try to help him, like give him yeah. the uh, experience that I went through. Uh, other than that, I would say just to keep becoming better as a receiver yeah. every year. Like, I just want to top, top what I did the the previous year, but not really thinking about the previous year. Now that you are this wily old vet, what goals do you have now? <laughs> that, that, what goals do you have now that maybe changed from when you first came into the league? What's 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 left on your list goals wise? Shoot, I need to get in the end zone more. Ooh. That's one thing. Like that's. This brother manifesting touchdowns. I yeah, like it. like that's that's really been on my mind. Okay. Like right now I'm like at what, ten? That ain't I don't really that ain't enough. Like I had two my first year, then four, then four. Like last year I, I said the same thing, but I ain't really accomplished that. But this year I'm really gonna focus on that. Okay. Now being a now being a dad, I, you know, what what has that done? For you, shoot that that's a whole different motivation right there. Uh, because how because you ain't just feeding yourself, yeah. like, or your mom or your like the, your family, they still blood. But when yeah. this blood came into the world, it was like a whole different meaning to the words you gotta go out there and eat. Like, yeah. someone's really dependent more. on you, yeah, like, mm -hmm. depending, like, 
uh, mini me is literally dependent on me to go out there and do my job to the yeah. best that I can. What's been eye opener being a being a dad? Eye opener. Yeah. See how fast they grow up. Yeah. She only it's won. not just a cliche, right? It's not. It's yeah. not a cliche. Like she only like one. Like, but she speaking full senses. Like she'll say hi. She know what. Like shows is saying. She'll repeat what the show's saying. Like everything. It's just crazy. Like yeah. she act. She won, but she act like she ten. <laughs> mm. yeah, they they really do grow up fast. Like I used to hear people say, "Oh, they grow up fast." And I'm like, "Bro, what do you mean?" They really do. It's yeah. it's crazy. I mean, just we'll keep more on kind of off the field stuff, but you started your foundation, More to Life. Mm -hmm. What's the focus and what are you doing to serve the community? So right now, uh, this year, we're going to have, it's going to be three different camps. It's going to be one in Philly, one and two here in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. It's just something to get the kids staying active. Camp? Football camp. Okay. So uh, all of them just going to be strictly football, but in the future, I just want to add like, some type of study study session with them mm -hmm. for like school, like uh, yeah. summer school, like yeah. adding work and like stuff like that, like mm -hmm. an hour of the day, just not on football. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, and something that's definitely needed. Yeah, because like right now in the pandemic, everybody they could be on the computer, but are they really paying attention to what they're the doing on school? The answer is no, no, because they they got the internet like <laughs> this right there. They could just click over to the internet. Yeah. I mean, there's teachers who ain't paying attention. <laughs> that's sadly, that's facts. <laughs> right, sadly, that's facts. You know, you, you started a foundation. What was the premise on starting a foundation? No, it wasn't just the thing to do. Like, I always wanted to start a foundation uh, just to give back to where I grew up, okay. uh, Philly. And then I was like, shoot, I don't just got to give back to Philly no more. I got to give back to Maryland. Like, I like to leave a legacy wherever I played at. Mm -hmm. Like, so from Philly to Maryland to here. Like, I just want to keep being so a, what's, a known name. What's your legacy that, so what was the legacy you left in Maryland now? In Maryland? Mm -hmm. Shoot, I was the the man, but I was just like, calm, cool, collected. Everybody respected me. I had a, a good uh, personality. Like, everything there, like, if you go back now, they'd be like, yeah, DJ was... One of our best students, everything like mm. I had mainly A's and B's. I had my one C when I got to college and mm. I was really mad. My advisor was kinda of mad at me too. So but everything was always good vibes. Mm. Like I never gave no trouble to nobody. And, sp and speaking of vibes, like you 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 do come off very positive. Like you always have a positive attitude. Mm -hmm. Like why is that important to you and and how are you able to not like dwell in, in negative feelings or negative experiences? So I don't know. I'm just like I'm just the always positive thinking person. Like I don't ever look back at the past and be like, "Man, I should have did this." Like if if I did that in the past, like I already did it. I can't change it now. So mm -hmm. like I'm always going forward no matter what. Gotcha. That's pretty good. All right, well, we're about to wrap everything up, man. Our last segment is called Deep Three. They're just three three questions we use just close out, Smitty. Just give him the first one. <laughs> we already had this one. He ain't, he's not going to be able to change. Let's see. Uh, <clears throat> what's your most meaningful tattoo you have? See, you all inked up over there. And why? Got some new, you got a new one on the way right uh, on the right. I got an angel wing uh, on my back with, next to her name on my back, and she got her feet. Uh, when she was born, I got it walking up my back in her name with mm. uh, 
an angel wing next to it. I'm still waiting on to get the other angel wing. It's going to be a small uh, baby angel, mm-hmm. angel wing for her. So it's just like, it's always something more to life. Like, I always got that uh, mindset, even though it's like a play on words. But I, got I see what you did there. Yeah. 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 Boy, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Meek, Meek Mill. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> Good All right, what do you what what do you hope people say about DJ Moore the receiver in five years? And then what do you hope people say about hey, DJ Moore the father, father in five years? Five years. That boy be old. <laughs> five years. I'll be twenty nine. Damn. The DJ Moore the receiver. Shoot. As times go, my game keep going up. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he never had a, like a down season. Like he always grew through every season. Like he never had a step back. Gotcha. And what about the father? The father, shoot, just make her life meaningful. Whatever she want to do in five years, whether it's like dance, run track. Yeah. Shoot, I'm at every event right there, front row. That's dope. That's what it's all about too. To have a Outstanding football career is great. Mm-hmm. But how do you want to impact the world um, outside of football? Shoot. Like I said, like with the foundation, I want to open up like – we were just talking about this last night. Uh, Who? Like a school, me and my boy. Okay. We want to open up a school. Like I try to, I'm trying to take over one of the rec centers that I grew up at mm-hmm. uh, back in Philly and just turn it out into a, like a study hall mm-hmm. like type feel, like a college type feel. Yeah. like. For kids to just go in there and just feel safe mm-hmm. and have be able to play sports no matter what they wanted to do. That's cool. That's cool. Well, appreciate you taking your time. Yeah, it I wasn't it wasn't as was bad dope, as you man. thought, huh? No, it's yeah. kind of cool. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said it's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't usually do stuff. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. like talking. That's the thing. Yeah. No, we appreciate good, you. That bro. was a good call. Yeah. I said you ain't a talker. Yeah. <laughs> Just that's just not your personality. Mm, lay back. After this, I probably probably, done, probably won't done, never see me again. <laughs> right, well, we appreciate you, bro. But yeah, man, appreciate you. Thank you yeah. for having me. You are a unique person. You are well worth it. You are competent, and most of all, you're lovable. I'm Steve Smith Senior. I'm Gerard Littlejohn, and this is Cut to It. Cut to it with Steve Smith Sr., that is me, is a production of Cut to It, LLC, Balto Creative Media, The Black Effect, and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From Cut to It, executive producer Steve Smith Sr., co-host Gerard Littlejohn, talent and booking manager Joe Fushi social media team wesley robinson and john show from balto creative media cut to it is produced by brian baltashevich and meredith carter with production assistance by alex labreck production coordinator taylor robinson theme music by alex johnson lyrics and vocals by anthony hamilton if you ain't heard about it then we're about to let you know it's on If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, 
Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.